Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 501, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing very great. Thanks. How's this? How's Sunday been treating you? Uh, very well. Yeah? Did you get yeah. out on the uh, course this weekend, playing the yeah. Saturday game? How was I didn't, that? No, no Saturday game because they had the fall member guest. Oh, the fall member guest. The fall member guest. Interesting. So you got shut out. No, no Saturday game. No Saturday game. That's okay. Yeah. That's right. We're also joined uh, this week by Angry Neil Phil Jr. from the Mobile Studios. And what did you say, St. Pete? I'm in St. Pete. Yeah, I apologize. I'm going to have some degraded audio quality today. I don't have my full studio set up with me here in St. Petersburg, Florida. We are doing some remote recording. There we go. You know what it looks like as we're watching it on camera? It looks like he's like one of those reporters for CNN in Jerusalem right now, doesn't it? Like he won't tell you whereabouts he is. Looking out the window, I can hear bombs all over the place. Just based on like where, location, yeah, yeah. Just based on the camera angle and everything, yeah. Kind the of white walls like, behind them, you can tell it's not I a Disney resort. Honest, it's like I, I can move this around. This is uh, only one room of my suite here. This is uh, not wow. bad, digs. Oh, if I had known that, I'll you tell you, that, it's a heck of a lot bigger. A remote interview. <laughs> it's a heck of a lot bigger than that. Uh, that uh, old Key West studio I stayed in right up until this morning. Have you guys ever yeah. seen a smaller TV in your life? I've seen bigger TVs in college dorm rooms. Yeah, that was like the, my first TV when I was a kid. I remember his dad and my dad did the installation. I think it was like 13 inches. It's like a 13-inch color <laughs> TV in the old Key West studio. It's embarrassing. You get, it's awful. You know, are you an Office fan, Phil? Yeah. You know the episode where they're having the dinner party at his house and he's showing off his plasma TV? It's like 14 <laughs> yeah. inches. <laughs> that is what we were looking at ever That's since basically. Wednesday. What you have at Old Key West. It's a funky room, though, isn't it? And we had a corner room. I got to go back and look and see if they're all like that. They I've all never are. Stated a stu- are they? They're, they're, they're all that They're weird. all corners because they're all two-bedroom lockoffs. That's what I assumed. Yeah, that's and you know you go out on our little. I don't know if I want to call it a patio. It was like three feet by three feet, and I was and you wave and you wave a lot of people in their living rooms. <laughs> yeah, was, right, water uh, parts. How's your coffee? <laughs> we loved the one bedroom, but uh, that studio, got to be honest, left little to be desired. Yeah, not th- not the best studio on property. The only one with two beds, though. Not that you needed that either at that point. Well, actually, well, actually, the Grand Floridian Resort has uh, 
two queen beds, right? It just we used the two beds. We were down there for the wine and dine race. So, you know, you got to get up at three in the morning. So we walked in, saw the two beds. Like, I'll take that one. You take that one. You know, we used to a king bed at home. You put two of us in a queen. We're not sleeping, especially when you got to be up at three 30 in the morning to make the course. How was that? It was fun. It's always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, so we have done the 5k, the 10k and the half before we only did the 5k this trip because we were doing it a little bit, but I'll be honest. I had a little uh, FOMO the last two days Everyone walking in with their 10k and half marathon medals. That's your next thing, right? Mike, you want to do a Disney race? Yeah. It's just so hard to get into it. Are you running? No, we could never justify it with the amount of time we go down there for the price. You know, it just doesn't make sense. We can usually get into whatever races we want. A lot of times we'll race charity bibs because we like raising money. So we, you know, do the 5K. I mean, we literally had two people that we passed that rid walkers. They don't time it. There's no limit to it. I just can't get into it. Like I've tried to sign up and we've we've always been locked out. Like the last time Kristen actually got in queue, and then when she went next to enter her credit card information, she got thrown out. Uh, that stinks. So, so what you, you can join Run Disney, you said, Mike? Oh, Bill, they have all sorts of exclusive memberships for seven hundred dollars. Sure yeah, you get you know, yeah. yeah, it's front of the line. Yeah, yeah, you get like you know a week or two before the general admission. And it doesn't include admission to the race. Oh no, no, no! Oh, it's just no, you pay no. that much just to be able to sign up for the races. Basically. Pretty much. I mean, you get yeah. you get other things. You get like I don't know. I think they move you ahead in some of the. Which yeah, doesn't matter for me. I'm not competitive. We're at a runner. You can throw me at Pop Century, and I'm good to go. Yeah, you get like you know f- early access corral. to merchandise. <laughs> Just ways to spend more money. So you're paying money to be able Pretty to much. spend more money. Yeah, that's right. how that's how the whole system is right now, though. No, I know it is. You know, but people do it. Obviously, there's a demand for it. You can't even sign up for the damn things when you want to. You gotta, you gotta be on your game to get into that. How was the? How was everything else down at Disney besides the racing part, Phil? It was good. Weather was beautiful. crowded on those weekends, cool. isn't it? Usually, uh, yeah, it was really crowded. As a matter of fact, yeah. we went into Magic Kingdom on Friday night. We were like, "Hey, they're open till midnight." They're never open till midnight anymore. And boy, was that a mistake. That place hmm. was mobbed. We walked in. Got a Dole Whip, sat in Adventureland, saw Pirates, went down to 30 minutes, went and did Pirates, and got out of there. Yeah. That's the problem, though. It's so infrequently that something's open late. When something is, everyone goes there that day. just because it, or And all the park hopper people will go there and end their night. especially on That's the what weekend. somebody said. It was the only Friday for the rest of the year that they were open at night because of all the parties. Oh, that makes sense. I also saw we'll be back four weeks from today. So it was nice to get down with the wife and then we'll be back there in four weeks with the kids. I think this was the last weekend. One of the passes was valid too. I think there's like blackouts now on one of the annual passes for every, it's got to be the the end of the year, third level down or below because we've got the second level. We're good. We're almost, uh, we lose Thanksgiving, I think. And then we lose right up on Christmas, but everything in between is fine. That, that, that pass is a freaking no brainer. That oh, the pixie? that's the pixie pass, right? It, it, I mean, like, I always had the no blackouts because I never wanted to be squeezed if I had friends or family down here. But when they came out with with that, I mean, we were looking at five or six hundred dollars extra a piece. 
And all you're getting squeezed right now are Thanksgiving. And like even Christmas, like December 17th, when you guys are all in town, I'm good. It's just literally Christmas week. Yeah, like it's, the, it's like around the whole four, week. It's like less than 14 days that you're getting whacked. And the price was like, I'm like, you know what? If I do have friends or family and I have to buy a two-day pass, it's better for me just to pay that out of pocket than. Yeah, absolutely. Your pass system's completely out of whack. As far Plus as your DVC discount, if you're a direct member, I mean, we get a, a fair discount on it. I mean, it still, it hurt when I had to renew all four of us last month, but it was still better than paying full price. Well, it would oh, be great true. if they did monthly for yeah, out-of-state. Yeah, you got well. to pay the year, too. I still don't understand why they do that, why they don't allow out-of-staters to pay monthly. I wonder how, Because it's they harder to more. chase it down. I you guess can take it in-state to small claims court. Out-of-state is tougher. Yeah, huh. I guess legally that makes sense. Anyway. Take it from somebody who's had to chase somebody that lives out of state for money. It's not as easy. <laughs> not easy, yeah. No. Well, they, yeah. they, 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 they lock you out of the park anyways, because I can't tell you. It happened once or twice where the payment was, was on a weekend, but it wouldn't be taken out until the first business day. So we'd go to the park on a Saturday, but they didn't take the money out because it was still pending until Monday. So it showed us that we didn't pay. Hmm. Oh, I remember you saying that. You had to get it. I had to go to guest relations because the payment was, you know, comes out on, say, the first of the month every year, every month. Yeah. And that was a Saturday. So it showed pending on your credit card statement because then it wouldn't land until that Monday, which was a regular business day. Right. When the banks open up again. So then you go over to guest relations and stand in line for 45 minutes. Oh, I see what happened. Let me uh, unfreeze your pass. I think that happened twice. It hasn't happened since then, but early on, that was a pain. Yeah, that could be, that's frustrating when that kind of stuff happens. It's their antiquated systems, Bill. Yeah, they don't have another 60 years till that thing gets fixed. They don't have the best technologies out there. But I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about here? Should we take a break and get into the meat of the episode? Oh, did you want me to answer? Sure, Gary. Let's take a break. I mean, if I if I ask into a question the to my co-host, usually I would like to. Sure, let's get into the meat of the episode there, buddy. We'll be right back. We are back from break episode number 501 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we're talking about boats. 
Sailing like Christopher Cross. If you could have let it go about another eleven seconds, fantasy. We needed another eleven seconds, parts. I, was, but I, I, I do I like that song selection. I guess I, yeah, I know you like that. I picked it for you, parts. I was grooving along to that. I got to be honest. It's nothing it's like good, good. That's like the Cross. best. That has to be the best yacht rock song ever, right? Hands down. Sailing, yeah, it's up there. Are you a Christopher Cross fan, Angry New Phil Jr.? Heck yeah. Have you ever did seen him? Did you get to Epcot? see it? No, I was just going to ask you if you've seen him at Epcot. You, you oh, did God. last time, right? I think that was a concert that I was going to when you guys were going to Teppanito. Oh, no, it might I have think, been Air Supply. It was Air Supply because yeah. I was all disappointed. I think we missed him by like a week. I was heartbroken. Oh, yeah. That was a show and a half. Maybe we'll get that up on our YouTube channel. We can't make any commissions off of that for copyright purposes. But... I think you have one up there <laughs> in the past. Yeah, that's true. One. Yeah. You can check that out on YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. I was singing in that one, too. So if you want to hear yours truly sing. <laughs> and we all do. We love it. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're muted on break because I was singing along to the music there. I was thinking about unmuting both of you guys and see, just like sneaking it into the episode. That would have been good. You would have caught it. Yeah, I'm hoping you have something good for the second bump, though. Mike and I harmonizing. (laughs) Nothing you're gonna like, Mike, in the second bump. Don't you worry. Oh, it's probably a millennial song. No, it's not. But it's just not your your cup of tea. Okay, we're gonna have the millennial Uh, conversation again. Yeah, Phil's not a millennial, and I still think you might be older than 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 Joe Quat. We gotta figure that out. He never answers, though. I was gonna say you noticed he went awful silent when that question came up, didn't you? Anyway, so we figured this week we're going to be talking about boats at Walt Disney World, and we have to bring on our resident boat captain, Angry New Phil Jr. To how come you didn't wear the captain's hat today? That would have been perfect. We you got one too, parts, huh? You have one. I do. You could have worn it. Little scrambled egg cap. (laughs) I do have one. You know what? I'm going to go get it. You guys carry on, all right? (laughs) right. (laughs) For our audio only (laughs) podcast, he's going to go get the. the hat that's where we get to stare at it for the next 30 minutes yeah exactly but um yeah i don't know i just figured i was gonna do a ranking but there's so many different types of boat transportation at walt disney world whether it's a ride lots of those obviously a lot of the dark rides are on boats um just straight up transportation uh from resort to resort or from Ticket and Transportation Center, uh, rental boats, things like that. So there's plenty of things that we could talk about. And there's different ones, even though they do a lot of the same things. It's so dumb. <laughs> oh, they fit perfect. It looks like Captain Stubing, doesn't he? Wow. Isn't that gorgeous? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I got this for the Captain Rossini golfing trip. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> that is fantastic. Do you like that? I, I don't know if that worked or not. I just tried to do a, uh, a screenshot. A screenshot. We'll see if that works so we can post it. I'm to the speechless, I'll tell you that. Anyway, I was just saying that there's a lot of different types of uh, boat transportation. We're just going to talk about it. You can't even keep a straight face for yourself. Can you? And I've got a screenshot if you don't. I got this taken okay. care I mean, of. I wish I wish I could have found a basketball game or something to watch tonight, but now I'm just looking at my, my cantaloupe. Yeah, just watching himself. 
<laughs> it's like crooked. I mean, <laughs> that's why we need that soundboard. That's why we need that soundboard. We could have gotten those friendship. Yeah, the boats. <laughs> I could, I could just do that all the rest of the episode. All right, well, let's just talk about it. let's talk about some of the the types of uh, boats and and which ones we like and which ones are our favorites uh, as we go through them. Obviously, I think the first thing people like us, like the resort nerds and the Disney nerds, think of are the ones you were just saying, like the 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 friendship boats or the uh, the ferry that goes from the the ticket and transportation center to Magic Kingdom, where you hear the the boat horn, all that good stuff. Um, obviously, the rides come to a lot of people's minds, but for all intents and purposes, when I think of the Disney boats, I'm thinking of the Sasagula River boats, the friendship boats going over from uh, Epcot to Hollywood Studios. But uh, what what comes to your mind first, Mike? Now, which which cat, what are we talking here? Anything, general. I like the friendship boats. Yeah. Because I just like the sound. I okay. don't know if I necessarily would say that it's my favorite mode of transportation, but when they get those things whipping and they and they turn that bad boy around, mm. they just start slamming the horn. There's something exciting about that, isn't it? Yeah, it's because it. I think because it's tight in there, or relatively, like there's a lot of close docks to one another. And so they do big... like the long extended beeps, which I, you know, I would yeah. I would hold that job for all of about two hours before <laughs> I get. Because you'd have that horn down nonstop. I mean, the boat geek in me can come out if you want. I can tell you why they've got that sound. Yes, please. Our listeners. So they have a unique drive system. It's not a standard propeller like you have on most boats. It's not an outboard. It's not an inboard. It's not an IO. It's actually a fan drive. And it looks like a giant egg beater, basically, hanging underneath the bottom of the boat that has a lot more rotation than anything else. So they need to gun that thing up. It's the only way they can get a boat that long to make those tight turns inside those spots. So it's, hmm. it's a completely unique drive system. That's interesting. So I wasn't totally off base when I said it was a lot of tight turns. Nope, it's absolutely the case. See, I know I'm a boat guy now too. Yeah, you, you live in the ocean state. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. The only boats I ever go on are Disney boats, though. That's the only time I'm ever on a boat. Anyway, we but... can fix that. Catch me offline. That uh, we are acting as Santa's sleigh in downtown Wickford the first week of December. If the girls want to come drive a right. boat into town with santa on board i can make that oh. happen all right we'll we'll talk about that they might they might like that idea but um yeah i mean the friendship boats are great i always think of the the sasagula the ones going from port orleans or or old key west or saratoga to disney springs that's the first one that comes to my mind like again i was just I love on this. that boat wednesday yeah. night did they play my Mar- Mar- Marley Cyrus? How do you pronounce it? Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. USA. Party in the USA. I heard that on the way to the golf course. Every time I'm on that boat and you're just pulling in to Disney Springs, that song comes on. It's so fantastic. Like I don't want to get off the boat because I just love listening to that. We were uh, Jimmy Buffett heavy this trip. I don't know if it's oh, just was the it old really West vibe or you know yeah, Jimmy's yeah, recent yeah, passing, but it was nonstop Jimmy. See, it's yeah, funny. I mean, so Mike goes immediately to Friendship Boats. You go to Sasagula River, and I you 
talk to me about Disney Resort, and I'm going to the resort launch every time that goes from Magic Kingdom to Grand Floridian to Polly. Those yeah. Charlie Morgan out island made to look like a launch. I think those are the coolest boats on property. They are. I like the style of those the best. Those look the coolest. I agree. With my, the hull is actually smart. a forty-two foot sailboat that they have completely torn apart and turned to look like a launch. I know the boat well. Hmm. You know what the only problem with that is, though, is its length mm-hmm. to and from the resort. Like you, as soon as you get on Magic Kingdom and you go into Grand Floridian, you're like. Ah, this is so nice. And then before you know it, he's pulling in to dock, it's, and it's like you're saying it's too, too short quick. of a trip. Too short, yeah. I, you know, I kind of do agree with that. So they, they will occasionally run that boat from Wilderness Lodge all the way over to Magic Kingdom, and I think that's a much nicer ride. You don't see it as much as the bigger friendship no. boats, but you do see it. Yeah, you do. Like during like off peak hours, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like because you'll literally sometimes be the only family on that boat. It's awesome. We'll look for it a lot of times if we're staying on Magic King at uh, Wilderness Lodge. We'll leave the park just before fireworks and make it a point to get on one of those boats at fireworks. Watching the fireworks from those little launches all the way over to Wilderness Lodge is one of the coolest experiences on property. And you avoid the crowds. Nice. Yeah, I think I've I've definitely been on that that type of boat going to Wilderness Lodge. Probably one of the times I left in the middle of the day to go to Geyser Point by myself. Hey, speaking of boats, have you guys ever stayed at, at Bay Lake with the Bay Lake view looking down on the water, even Wilderness Lodge? All those boats are kept on the back corner of Bay Lake. That's where they go at night. And if you hmm. wake up in the morning and you're looking out at Bay Lake, you can see every boat come back across Bay Lake through like that morning mist at the sunrise driving over to Seven Seas Lagoon. You can see every boat that pedals that lake coming through there in the morning. It's, it's really nice. That's pretty cool. That is That is cool. It's like the uh, elephants at the Savannah. They go back to their corral. They hear the certain noise. All the boats go back at that night to sleep. Yeah, I've got some pictures of that from the top of Bay Lake. That's that, that's a nice way to spend your morning drinking your coffee out on the, the balcony. Yeah, save some points, too, with that view. I think that's a better view. Look, I've said it before. Oh, I'm talking about Stay views. Right What's the difference between a theme park view and a standard view on the other side? The parking one floor. One. It's one floor. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's the difference between park and lock theme park. Yeah. But anyway, we we're getting off the a little tangent here. Yeah, a little off the off the uh, off the path. But the ones that go to and from the resorts, or you know, all those those are my favorite ones. I think most people, like-minded people like us, the people who listen, probably agree. You know, a lot of resort nerds that listen to our shows, and I think they probably like that. That's a huge part of it. It's the and reason it why unmistakable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a reason why you want to stay at some of those places because of the transportation ease, but it's also part of like the show. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like it's so much so much nicer to get on a boat than one of the buses at the end wow. of your day or to start your day to go one to- more level of what makes them different from everybody else is being able to hop on this hugely ornate launch or this really cool friendship boat and go from place to place. Who else does that? Yeah. One of the ones I'm not super familiar with are the uh the ferries that go from the TTC because I've never driven into the Magic Kingdom. I've never well, that's not true. We parked there one time, right Mike, you and I, I think. Yeah. But we I don't think we took the ferry. We must have taken the monorail or something, but um I the what is it? The Admiral Joe Fowler and then the uh General Joe Potter. 
general joe potter but those are ones that you see all the time obviously but i've never i don't think i've ever been on that one i mean we used to always be on them back in a day when there were only a couple of resorts and we couldn't afford to stay on property so we'd always yeah. stay on i drive and you know you'd have to rent a car and go to the main parking lot and if the monorail was packed you always jumped on that boat yeah and it's not memorable it's like oh it's okay you know you st- stand outside and it's fun but it's just always crowded and it's not as relaxing as the other yeah. one they're like it's it's almost just like a bus at that point to just pack yeah you're all like most sardines. people are just standing up yeah and it's a letdown i mean the only time we've ever been on the ferry is if we were trying to get over and the monorail was down you know like nope you got to take the ferry in uh, yeah. it's happened before you know now i know better i just go over to poly and take the launcher if we're staying at poly but yeah, there that's... have been times when we've been shuffled over to the ferry and you know the kids were all disappointed right yeah i could see that so that that one's not a not a top one while we're over there in mm-hmm. uh, bay lake and, and seven seas lagoon how about the rentals is that something i'm guessing you have not done that phil Probably so, not your idea of leisure when you're at Disney to rent a boat. <laughs> strangely enough, I, I I did rent a boat once. So okay, in the early days of Disney, uh, I was there with my parents. It was prior to my younger brothers being born. And there's a photo of my father and I on a boat on Lake Buena Vista. They used to rent boats out in front of the Disney Village Marketplace at Lake Buena Vista. So one of our first trips, I decided I wanted to recreate that photo. So we rented a boat at Yacht Club and took it up towards Hollywood Studios. And there's a picture of me driving the boat with my son in front of me at the wheel. And I've got those two pictures side by side at home, just, you know, multi-generational recreation. It was kind of cool. That's the only time I've done it. Other than that, I have no desire to rent a boat. Just it's what I do at home. I don't want to do it on vacation. Yeah. What about like a pontoon at Christmas time and having the Christmas tunes out? So, and if I should say that, we were talking last night. We went out to dinner with some friends that I do another show with, and we've got a little thing going on the first week of December. And I think I'm going to call and rent the pontoon boat for the fireworks show, get 10 people mm-hmm. on board and go watch the fireworks from the, the pontoon boat over on Seven Seas Lagoon. I think, you know, you talk about boats. That's another really cool experience that's not first in, or up what front on the, the, the page. What night would this be? Uh, probably be the weekend after the seventh. So what's that like the ninth, uh, tenth, something like that? And if you if you I'll keep you some, informed. I if think. you're looking for some donors, because I think <laughs> I what, is it, what is it like a few hundred dollars or whatever, and you can yeah, fit like ten four, people. Four four twenty five to four seventy five or something like that, and it fits ten people. It's like fifty bucks a head. Like, yeah. You know, watch the fireworks and they bring you food. What's better than that? I will definitely let you know. Um, as a matter of fact, if we get enough people, I might rent a couple of them and just start packing them up. I think it'll be a good time. Very nice. We got to get now you've you to done... be local, don't we, Gary? It would, wouldn't be the worst. You've done. You did the water sprites when you were younger. Yeah, I did those when I was younger, and then we did them um, when we were staying at the Grand Floridian four years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And that's basically like a. Just like a jet ski kind of thing, more or less, or they're like a one person. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a one person. They're fun, but it's you guess it's just it's slow. It takes you forever. Yeah, to get to and from. Like I think the play is definitely a pontoon. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I've heard, and this does not appeal to me, but I've talked to people that have done it, is the uh, the fishing excursions. Speaking of doing like a rental. 
where they take you out and and do all that stuff. People that have done it said it's it's well worth it. Yeah. Um, I had some people at work that went when we were down there oh, for really? the conference last year. I was playing golf, but they all went and did the uh, the fishing excursion at at Disney, and they said they caught they each caught like eight to ten fish during the hour and a half or whatever it was. They thought it was great. So that was one of those things that people that have done it seem to really like it. Again, that's not high on my list because I've, I've never gone fishing before, so I don't think it's going to be something that I would want to do as like part of rest and relaxation on my vacation but not against it just not high on my priority list but you could do that at a few of the different yeah uh, a few of the resorts i know uh, port orleans has it um old key west i'm pretty sure i saw something there when i was there recently so a lot of options for that would that be something you do mike you're kind of uh, again, in the same boat as me. Yeah, right? not high on my list. I've never fished in my life. I chances are I probably will never fish in my life. So that would actually be a funny video, the two of us not knowing that how would to, like... be a great vlog, would it not? Like we catch something, <laughs> we have to have the instructor take it off the line. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching this thing. No, I'm not touching that thing either. <laughs> so that that would be a, a very funny. I don't know if we lost Phil or just the video feed. Still no, there, just but... the video feed. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. on hotel internet here, so I'm going to kill my video feed to hopefully keep my audio solid. That sounds good. We'll take that. It's a good play right there. That's a veteran move right there. That's true. That's a good point. So what else? Do you want to move on to, uh, to like, rides? The, the ride system? There's a lot of great boats. We could, obviously, Magic Kingdom. You have Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a small world. You have the... Uh, the fair, why am I drawing the blank on the uh name of the the ship in Liberty Square? The Liberty, yeah, not the Mark Liberty. Twain. Uh, is it the Liberty Bell? Yeah, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty Bell. Bell. Yeah, that's I almost it. said yeah. Mark Twain. That's the wrong park. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, they have the little uh, even the little boats that take you over to Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, they've got the rafts. That's right. Good catch. The rafts. Which uh, I did that once, and it was actually somewhat terrifying. It felt yeah, very sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it seems sketchy. And I've never—I was talking to my daughters about that. I've never done uh, the Liberty Bell ever, so that's something uh, I'd like to try. You want to talk about sketchy? Not... Imagine taking a canoe across the rivers of America in Disneyland. Like we looked at it and like, nah, I think we're out. They still do that, right? Yep. That's crazy. Thanks for paying your entry fee. You can paddle your butts across the rivers of America. <laughs> that is very old school. It's kind of interesting, though. You get the wrong people, you start doing all left turns the whole time. That's true. <laughs> all right, so if you've got to rank the boats and, you know, just in Magic Kingdom, and Pirates has got to come out the top, right? I, I mean, for me, yes. That would definitely be the one. Yeah, me too. I would think of the boat ride. I mean... Tupperware small world boats you get to get in. Yeah, those aren't that great. You almost don't even realize you're on a boat when you're doing that. You're just kind of like in everything. It just happens to be in that weird green boat. Mm -hmm. Now, how about what before they uh, they stopped at Splash Mountain? Will you consider that a boat ride? I know it's like a flume. It's on water. Yeah, you're floating in the water. That's yeah, a it's boat a boat ride. ride. Right? Yeah. So that would be 
definitely way up there at that point. But yeah, Pirates definitely it's it's thematically makes the most sense as a boat ride. It's part of it. You're integral to the story to be in the boat. So I mean if you want to be real about it, I mean at least the logs floated where the Liberty Bell is running on a a rail. Does that really qualify <laughs> as a boat? It looks like a boat, but it's technically a train in the water. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh, how did we forget this jungle cruise? Oh, of course. Yeah, that's a good one too. Because those uh, boats are even idea. probably a bigger part of the story. Right, you're actually also kind of on a rail, but still, it's floating. It's self-powered, yeah. self-propelled. They get forward and reverse. I would say, you know, I'm going to take back pirates. I think Jungle Cruise is the top boat ride in Magic Kingdom. I'm still going to stick with pirates. But I'm sticking Jungle with Cruise. pirates. Jungle Cruise. All right, I'll be the dissenting vote. I'll, I'll write yep. the dissenting opinion here. <laughs> We're okay with that. I think the smell pushes it over the top for pirates because that's all part of the part of the experience. Jungle Cruise, you, you, the boats are they're unique though. Too, you're right. It, it, I could be convinced. I could definitely be swayed to Jungle Cruise. It's a longer can... journey. You can see more. It's actually more of a boat than pirates. And those yeah. awful puns that you can just you know what's coming. It's great. That's true. I was gonna say I'm Ken Bone right now. I'm the undecided voter in the room. You guys can. You guys can try to sway me one way or the other. I was going to go with Pirates until I remember Jungle Cruise, and I'm, I'm quite disappointed in myself that that didn't pop right into my mind. I think we can easily say Small World is out, though. Yeah, hard hard pass. I mean, if you're talking about boats, technically you're flying in a ship on Peter Pan too, right? Does that count? Mm, I think we're pushing the limits a little bit there. There's no water in that ride. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Does a Peter Pan count as a boat ride? Um, I mean, yeah, kind of. You think so? Because you're in a boat. The ride yeah. vehicle is a boat. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Still wouldn't surpass Pirates or Jungle Cruise for me. Completely agree. There's nothing else, right? I don't think so. Magic Kingdom. I'm walking through the park in my head here. I mean, twenty thousand leagues is gone, unfortunately. Yeah, I only I only did that Nemo one in Disneyland, and I had never done twenty thousand leagues. Uh, I don't think I ever went when it was open. No, that's I'm told I did, but I don't recall it. But that Nemo one was a disappointment. I did not enjoy that. And we used to have the Swan boats in Magic Kingdom back in the early days. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that, that pretty much wraps it up for Magic Kingdom. And now, Animal Kingdom used to have the, when they first opened, they had the boats, right? There was a boat launch. used to go from port to port, right? Going yeah. One side of the discovery. Yeah, down the river, one side to the other. It was a long boat ride that didn't really do much. No, and now they just do like little character floats Yeah, on those boats, which is a nice little bonus to have you have navi river journey that's a boat ride there probably my least favorite ride of all rides i i just can't get into it oh, i like that ride. i think it's pretty good it's not my favorite i wouldn't go out of my way but i'll, I'll go on it i like the navi river journey if that's a 15 minute wait or we've got nothing else to do in genie plus then we'll do it but that is 15 not minute a ride wait. i would 
you you barely ever see it. But I mean, I'm not yeah. waiting for that ride. It's just not my not my cup of tea. Yeah, like first thing or end of the day, hop on it for a short wait. But other than that, probably not worth it. And that queue is the worst. <laughs> it's not really much to it. You're right. We have Kali River Rapids. That's a great boat ride. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a really good one. I like that one a lot. That's probably the best. That's one Kingdom. at Animal Kingdom. I agree. I mean, not a lot of choices. Yeah. But that would probably no, be the best one there. There's anything else in Animal Kingdom that qualifies as a boat ride. No, I would say not. That's it, right? Yeah, just those just those two. Like I said, that, that bygone one. It's amazing because there's a lot of water there. And, and right, like, almost all of it unused. And if you think of like the theme of that park being like the circle of life and nature, think of how integral water is to that. I mean, that's when they had jet skis, it, they were crashing the kites off of for a while there. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sick of watching Baloo take a nosedive. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing. I remember being there and like, oh, I want to see this show. And then they bring it out and it's like 13 seconds of playing a song from The Lion King. And then and then Simba like crashes into the empty stands. And I was like, is this supposed to end like that? And it, it was. That was it. That was it. That was all it was. But that's okay. So where do we go to next? Let's... Well, Hollywood Studios, I don't believe they have anything. In water, no, I mean, can't think of it. Ship boat to get there, right? I was thinking of that, which is a great little ride. I'm walking um, to the you park had in my head. Catastrophe Canyon used to get water thrown at you. Yeah, but you were just on a regular tram going. Just on a tram, yeah. Yeah, nothing there. Sadly, bereft of boat rides at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that's not good. Maybe that's why it's my least favorite park of the four. No boat rides. It's all you need. So, yeah, you I'm still ranking it above Animal Kingdom, but that's me. Then we have uh, Epcot, of course. First comes to my mind, living with the land. Best. Fantastic. It, I mean, it, it, Probably it, my bet, my favorite all time. Boat ride of any of them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument. That's that's tough to argue. My only downfall with it is the boat part isn't integral to the ride. Like you could do that on a on like a track with a tram, and it would be yeah. The same. But it makes the ride. It would not be the same. I would completely disagree. As you're just floating through there, a little at a time. You get the water coming down. You've got the restaurant up above. Is, I mean, can you imagine you're going through on an Omni mover looking up at the restaurant? It would be. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it definitely makes it better. It makes it better, but it doesn't. I guess it doesn't change like the greenhouse part. And the Christmas lights are almost up. They were not lit this week, but they you could see the lights Such were all wrapped ride. up and ready to go. <laughs> their, their holiday overlays are so good. We so got good. on hoping it was ready to go, and it, it, was, it was just about ready, but not lit up. We were sadly disappointed. Epcot's usually the, the latest overlays. to switch over to Christmas anyway. I'll tell you, that was a cool thing about this trip. So we got there on the 1st, and we made it a point to go into Magic Kingdom because we'd never seen the Halloween decorations. Yeah. And they had a Halloween party that night, which you know they don't get everyone out of the park until, what, midnight? And by 8 right. o'clock the next morning, 
Halloween decorations were down and the Christmas decorations were up. The most the incredible tree wasn't up yet, in the world. But the everything uh, else was up, right? The tree was up the next day. I've got a picture in front of the tree yeah. last night. That's crazy how quick they do that. Have the you ever seen the time lapse house of that? Built. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. It's insane. Yeah, gingerbread house is up. The tree is not in the lobby of the Floridian yet, but the gingerbread house is up. The register is in place. And I think one of the cast members said they're going to start selling the gingerbread on Nick on Wednesday. I think he said, Oh, nice. So yeah, most of it was up. You know, one of the cool things we were coming in in the afternoon of the first, and as we're coming down route four past Disney Springs, it's just flatbed trucks. As far as the eye can see with hollow uh, with the uh, Christmas decorations piled on the back, giant wreaths and trees. And they were all pre-staged outside the park, just ready to go in six hours later. That's crazy. Yeah. I know that's insane. Cause there it's was one cool. of those shows on Disney plus, I think they took that one off actually, but they have that like making it, into christmas and they go behind the scenes and they show where they store everything and how they yeah i've seen that that's yeah. pretty that's good you probably still find it on youtube yeah it might still be on disney plus i know they got rid of some of the stuff off of disney plus but either way um of course we have frozen which used to be maelstrom which was a great boat ride it's fine now again this another one where Maelstrom, you were in a Viking ship, and it made sense to be in a boat. Now with the Frozen ride, it's just you happen to be on a boat during this ride, so it doesn't really doesn't really do much for me as far as a boat ride. I like it because my my daughters like it, but it's not any anything crazy. It was way better, obviously, thematically when it was Maelstrom. Completely agree. If it weren't for the fact that I have a nine year old little girl, I don't think we'd go on that ride. But we would have gone on Maelstrom every single time yeah and then uh three caballeros El de Tiempo. Yeah. fantastic <laughs> have i ever told you the story we're going through there one night and it's late late at night and it's myself my wife and two friends of ours and you go through the restaurant is at hacienda or oh, san angel san and angel, it's just yeah. It's just dead quiet. You know, that place just swallows up sound. There's no one screaming on the other side. There's all these people and they're nice, low lighting. You didn't dinner. And I'm just in a mood that day. And I yell out, where are the enchiladas? And some guy yells back from the other side of the restaurant. They're good, but the tacos are better. Do you ever get anything get thrown, thrown to you? Like, do you ever get a bread, bread service? Just No, but I might have to ask for that next time. That could, get, that could get someone that. in trouble. Yeah, I don't think they want you throwing food into the water. But that's right. I've got so many like memories that. of oh being my a little God, kid. I, I'll tell you, the clearest one is coming under just before the exit, and you look up, and the fireworks and the yeah. lights are going off in the sky. I can remember that as far back as, as all my Disney memories go, is, is looking at those fireworks up overhead. When I was little, I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. Now, I know that you guys probably both liked it better in its former iteration no doubt but it seems like they didn't totally bastardize the ride like oh it most of the bones are there they didn't do a complete over no 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 you're right you're right no you're right so they they kept it you know the soul of it is still there so you're able to enjoy it and remember the parts that you went on and like with the frozen one it's so different oh it's no doubt it's yeah but at least with that one, with the three, no, the caballeros. three caballeros, I, I, I love. I like the original one better because it was taught you about Mexico. 
and what you did when you were a kid too right from your childhood so i totally get that i'm glad they put the animatronics in there that added a nice little touch to the end scene where they have the actual uh yeah, that's three a great caballero answer. animatronics now. Yeah, I love that animatronics with the song and and like Phil said, the fireworks going off, the lights. It's it's great. I love that ride. That might be. It's not taking over living with the land for me, but it's up. It's close. It's certainly it's, up there. I it's way closer you. than it probably is for you. Uh, for me, I love that ride. The best part oh, by of the way, Gary. Um, yes. Soaring over California was still running this week, so we've got our fingers crossed it's going to hold off for our trip, buddy. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not. We're not going to Epcot though, so it's not going to matter if it's there, uh, unless it's there in July yeah. next year. I don't think I'll see it. I don't know if it's going to go that long. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think. I don't. I'm not going to hold out hope for that. I'll have to just. We'll just have to go to Disneyland to see it. I guess. Twist my arm. Um, but I was going to say the. Uh, the thing about I love about the three caballeros is I, it doesn't even matter. I've never seen it not be a walk on. Yeah. Like living with the land occasionally can get crowded. Like if Soren goes down or if it starts raining and everyone runs into the into the land pavilion, like living with the land can get a 25 minute, 30 minute queue occasionally. But I don't know. The three caballeros, just the way they load it or Maybe just because people don't seek it out. It's, it's never hidden in the corner. Everyone's there for tequila. They're not there yeah. for yeah. For you're tequilas. right. Yeah, we were in there in this past, not this summer, the year before when we went with my father-in-law and my brother-in-law. We ran to Mexico because it's called Mike and Mike Junior. Please, Mike that's how Mike I know Jr. them. Well, he's actually not a junior. They have different middle names, so it technically doesn't matter. Not, okay, Mike and Mike, Mike, Mike Senior, Mike Junior. Please, Mike Senior, Mike Junior. Thank you. Um, they. It started like the skies opened up and we ran into the Mexico pavilion. Everyone else did too. It was like shoulder to shoulder in there. You couldn't move. And the ride was still a walk on. People just didn't go into like we did the ride like five times because no one was doing it. I could like I just figured everyone would just line up and say, hey, we're in here. We might as well go on this ride. But people just stood around. They got in line for the tequila. Like you said, Phil, they looked at the shops, which. I actually like the glass blowing shop in the Mexico pavilion. That's a fun one. The Rebus Brothers. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so is that one of those where you get to the end of the ride, you just give them one of those like finger circling in the air? No, because like, there were enough. Through. There were enough people that you had to get back into it, but it was like a two minute wait each time. So we did it like three or four times, waiting for the ride. Good play. To clear. But I couldn't believe. Like I just assumed. The, the wait time would balloon up because of all the yeah. people in there. It just didn't happen. It was very strange. Very strange. I still think a lot of people don't know it's back there <clears> other <throat> than the purists. Yeah. Because yeah, they don't like... tell you other than that little nothing tiny sign you. at the base of the stairs that says three caballeros. And you right, don't know what that is. You. Right. There's not even a sign like outside the pavilion, like come inside for a ride. Like, You've got to go down into the back left-hand corner. It's nowhere near the bar. It's you know not near the restaurant. It just looks like another little shop and a cast member entrance, and there's a little ride tucked in there. Yeah, think, that's I think probably. Right. I think most people just don't even know it's there. No, probably the reason you're probably yeah, right. fine. But that's fine by me. Yeah, keep it that way. As far as I'm concerned, I wish there were more rides people didn't know about. The people, the people mover used to be like that. Yeah, that that story's out on that. 
forget it. Yep, unfortunately. That thing's always well, like got a 20-minute wait now, it seems like. Germany was supposed to have a boat ride. That's right, the Rhine River cruise or something like that? Yep. It was on the original plans. That would have been interesting. Been great. Still there, right? Like the basically the facade at the back of Beer Garden still supposed to be where it was housed. It. Yeah, I think the the show building is there, I believe. But I don't know. Is there anything else that that I'm that I'm missing here? Well, you've as... also got the boats that go from Future World to the other side of World Showcase that go back and forth. You've got docks that go across oh, yeah. World Showcase Lagoon. Yep, that's right. I did forget about those. You can take the ride from one side to the other. And I mean, nowadays there's always 12 boats there putting up the new barges for the upcoming Luminous Fireworks show, but I don't think those count. Now, they, they said those barges will be going away, though. Oh, I just day. thought of something. What's that? How did we what not think of the electrical water pageant? Those are boats. It's just a long string of barges that actually are entertainment. They're a nighttime spectacular is actually a string of boats. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't thinking that because you're not physically able to go on it, but it is. That's a good point. I guess in that case, and you could say Fantasmic as well if you're going to bring up. Correct. Bring bring that into it. I wasn't really thinking in that realm, but those are two other boat-based things that are definitely there for. Yeah. Can I give you one that Kristen and I recently fell in love with? What's that? The amphi cars over at oh, Disney of course. Springs. Forgot about that too. That one's the most expensive boat ride. At That's not cheap. That's pretty they're cool. The single largest owner of amphi cars in the world right now. They have more combined than anybody else. It was it was amazing. I do have that on our YouTube channel too. That was I learned so much from our captain. He was awesome. He wore this hat too. I'll let you know. Yeah. That exact same hat? Did you steal it from Pretty him? Pretty damn similar, like actually. He looked real nerdy. I I, I can see on screen. Our, our, our listeners cannot see, but I, I think nerdy might be the word we're going for here. <laughs> if you I guys heard... get a good screenshot, this would be great for our Facebook page. Yeah, we'll see. If I... All right, perfect. I think I have one as well, but we'll find out later. Yeah, that's right. The Amphicars. That's a great call, Mike. Right at the, right at the last second. See, there's nothing for me to watch right now, so I'm totally on board. I'm giving you a good 60 to 70% of my attention. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, <laughs> isn't that good? That's, that's an all-time most, high. That's most people's 110%. <laughs> Wait, I've, been not, I've been semi-engaged this evening. <laughs> you're not You're not interested in the NBA in-season tournament that they're shoehorning in? No. I don't even understand it. I don't either. The players don't. Did you see that interview, that guy on... Uh, I forgot what team he played for. The Lakers, I think. They asked him like what he thought about, or the Clippers. It's like, what do you think of the in-season tournament? He's like, I gotta be honest with you, I don't understand it. He's like, we just, I'm just gonna play the game in front of us. I'm like, okay, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So we've got boats as transportation. We've got yes. boats as rides. Yep. We've got boats as just pure entertainment we've got boats for rental we've got boats for firework shows we've got boats that are cars we've got boats that aren't really boats we've got boats that are a nighttime spectacular and we have flying boats. there flying boats. And we have flying boats we, we, we've got the spectrum covered do we not <laughs> pretty much yeah i don't i don't think there's anything else to to add there's a lot of them 
and they're There's all a lot of them. They all have their place, and like I said, I still like the resort ones that take you from park to resort or resort to resort. I completely Just something agree. about. I think it's it's a lot of it is just how much better it is to use that mode of transportation versus a bus. Probably I mean, we all re- agree that the buses are terrible. It's no fun. The buses stink. So, so this week we went to Grand Floridian twice. So the first night we were there, we went to Narcosis, right? And the easiest way to get to Grand Floridian was to go over to Magic Kingdom and then take a boat across to Grand Floridian. Like, what's mm-hmm. better than that? It, it could, so we could take a bus, we could hop on the monorail. And I love the monorail. Don't get me wrong. Classic mode of transportation. But if you're going to pack me into a monorail full of sweaty people to go through multiple stops, or you can get on a boat and take it across Seven Seas Lagoon to go have dinner, beautiful sunset, Polynesian and Grand Floridian in view. How is that not better than the monorail? It just classes it up. Yeah. And plus, you're going to Narcosia right there. The boat launch is mm-hmm. basically right next to it. Perfect. Yeah, fantastic yeah. dinner, by the way, boys. No, uh, we're going to hold on. <laughs> we're going to have to do a trip review. All right. In a week or two. Don't you yeah. think, Gary? That sounds like a good idea. Because I really want to roll my sleeves up. I could talk Narcosis for days. Well, you got Narcosis and what, Rosalina, whatever that one's called, Rosalina. We did uh, Rosa, Rosa Mexicano, Rosa Mexicano last night. Mexicano. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to do a review. I'm still good. trying to work that one off. I uh, I put down my weight in Mexican food there. We will be <laughs> back. Can I, I ask you how the toilet survived, Parts? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do you think they checked out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We left that room this morning with a, a maintenance request. <laughs> Not as bad as your son's, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> From the contemporary. That's the so Bay Lake incident. That, story on the golf course. <laughs> it, it, that, was a, that was a great... Uh, unfortunately, oh, that story is not told on the air, so people are not going to know what's going on. But all I'm saying is, my son was the next Picasso at Bay Lake. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I know what room not to request if I ever stay <laughs> Put it that way. Oh, very. Uh, yeah, good. I mean, right, coming from note. a guy who doesn't want anything to do with boats, and I like more boats. And that, that, that's just give me all the boats you can at Disney World. I'm all for it. Yeah. It's it's so fun. It's unique. I love it. It's it's definitely sets it apart. It's one of the things that makes Disney Disney. Um, so I thought it was a good topic. And we have our captain. I'm not talking about you, Phil. I'm talking about the man in the hat leading the ship, staring us staring us clear to our second break. So we'll be right back. Something about a boat Sitting on the seat Out there in the wind Floating on the free Take around the world Bring you back home Gives a man hope Something about a boat Something about an old guitar And the way it still sings After all the smoky bars And the broken strings Played a million songs Broke a lot of hearts Made some people stars 
something about an old guitar. In a crazy house, something seems like nothing. All right, we are back from break. Episode number 501 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the book. And we are talking about boats at Walt Disney World. That was a little Jimmy Buffett for you, Pards. Not a fan, Pards. I know. Well, I told you you wouldn't. But it's it wasn't millennial stuff, at least. Yeah, millennials resort back to all that old hippie weed smoking crap. I don't, well, yeah, I know Buffett. I don't know if he's a weed guy for sure. Oh, about... Jimmy Buffett's not a weed guy? Well, no, I, the people at the concert, too, but he's saying about mostly just drinking. So you don't think like. he you don't think he I'm sure he partook. Don't get okay. me wrong. I think it was a big part of the culture there, but it's not dude lived in Key West in the 70s. If all he did was partook, he was way behind most of the crowd there. I'm sure there were other things too. I'm sure. Talk about a guy that built an empire off of a song. Amazing. Yeah, anyway, well. rest you know where he did his last show, right? No. In uh Rhode Island, at Portsmouth, Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Some like dive bar. He just showed up randomly. <laughs> Jumped on stage with a guitar and played. That's what Prince used to actually do in Minneapolis. He just randomly show up at a yeah, place. He just just show, yeah, he'd just show up at like a, a bar in downtown and play. He Not to get off topic, but Prince may be the most talented musician of all time. Oh, he, he, there's no argument. Didn't he play like 18 different there is, There's absolutely no argument. Yeah. I mean, when he passed away, his vault, I mean, he wrote... So many hits for so many artists. It's in it's for other people. And he yeah. wasn't, you know, he he. I wasn't a huge Prince fan. Raspberry Beret is probably my favorite Prince song, but that dude was talented. And you're right, he could play a million instruments. Yeah. And like so purists Dave have Grohl. said, I'm sorry, that he's. What were you saying, Phil? I was gonna say Dave Grohl, who I think in modern day is probably one of the best musicians there is, says that. Prince was by far the best musician he ever met or played with. He was he had to be a savant to be able to just play every like his brain was wired and to play it well. Else's. That's what I mean. Like, to play it well. Yeah. Incredible. But nothing to do with what we were talking about, but what else? But that's what we are. We're, we yeah. we're all over the place. That's true. Well, we we are the OCD of Disney podcasts. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> At least one of us is very much very much. We're not good. We're not going to name names, all right, parts. <laughs> no, we don't have to. We'll let the listeners decide who may be that. Um, but that that's really it for this week. Do you want to talk about the uh, what's coming up on the YouTube page, Mike? Uh, I'm going to throw up a dining review, parts. Ooh, anything in particular? You're going to leave us waiting and guessing. It's one that you and I did. We we did it together. We did it together. Holy crap! That's got to be a long time ago. No, it's it, it was it was a while ago, but it's the current menu. I even I don't know what this could be. Ale and Compass Breakfast. Oh, that's right. That was pre-pandemic, 2019, November 1st. Or October 7th. When was that? October 1st, right? Because yeah, that was, was like, the yeah, first was, Yeah, because we saw like show. the last show of uh Illuminations. Illuminations. Yeah. Breaking that's my right. heart. Oh, I wanted to ask you, Phil. Did you listen to that little sneak preview of the Luminous? I have not had a chance yet. We talked about it last night, but I've been so busy the last couple of weeks between traveling and then going down for the run and everything else. I haven't had a chance. Did you so listen? I, fi- I finally listened to it, and it evokes uh, illuminations. 
all right, I'll have to go give it a listen because you know how I feel about illuminations and it's, it's far too early demise. Yeah. So I think I was, I'm pleasantly surprised, tepidly optimistic, I would say. So I, I'd be curious to hear what you think when you, when you watch that little sneak preview. I have my but fingers that's, crossed. That's coming in a month. So whether you like it or not, it'll be here. It's coming. I think the preview night is our second night on property, actually. So I'll make sure not to see oh, it that sense. night, but we'll see it that week. Very good. So anyway, back to YouTube. YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. We got an Alien Compass review coming up possibly this week. Um, you could find us on all our social medias at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family is our Facebook group. Please join us there our website wdwbtg.com you can email the show info at wdwbtg.com mike at wdwbtg.com and gary at wdwbtg.com phil anything you need to promote my friend uh yeah i'll hold off until you guys tell me it's okay to promote the uh, other side it's totally fine i i was just Go gonna i was just gonna say it i just started listening to a new dvc podcast so yeah i appreciate Go ahead, that our listeners yeah, we, uh... know how they can find you yeah, we kicked off something new. So uh, Debrief by DVC Clubhouse. You can find it on all your favorite podcast purveyors, as well as DVC Clubhouse on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, the whole nine yards. It's uh, kind of a new venture for us, something we're just having some fun with. We'll have you guys on here shortly as soon as we get our feet underneath us. Sounds good. So go check that out. Debrief by DVC Clubhouse. Phil, thanks for joining us from the remote studio, your spacious suite there in us thank you guys always happy to be on pleasure as always mike any any final words are you good to go we're good to go you can wrap this up all right that's gonna do it for episode number 501 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast for my co-host mike and our special guest angry new phil jr my name is gary thanks so much for listening we'll talk to you again still makes mike laugh it's dumb (laughs) now it's time to say goodbye to all our company M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-R